Okay, while waiting for all these things to happen, welcome to Ask Me Anything Sunday um, session. Well, if this is the first time you hear this, whether you're listening to the podcast version of this or you are actually watching the YouTube uh, or in my Facebook group, which is Facebook Ads Transformation Group. Now, this is where I go live every Sunday night to answer your questions about Facebook advertising and digital marketing. Okay, and this is episode 74, if I'm not mistaken. So that means I have been doing this for more than 70 over weeks right now. And this is what I've been doing, um, you know, really to help the community to grow. I mean, the angle here is, to be frank, I don't think there are a lot of people doing this in the, in, in the region that we are actually living in right now. I serve the Southeast Asia region. Um, on top of that, I also have clients coming from all around the world, including uh, US, UK, Turkey, Korea, um, Argentina, you know, like uh, South America and all these places. It's a very interesting community that we are serving, which is, I mean, people who are interested in Facebook advertising, digital marketing, e-commerce in Southeast Asia region, growing digital, I mean, growing uh, their business digitally using digital marketing, um, so-called tools and features and platforms in the Southeast Asia region. So mainly um, I talk about Facebook advertising and content marketing, YouTube marketing, and yep, if you want me, if you want to answer any questions, um, feel free to pop your question in my Facebook group as well as my YouTube channel. Just drop them in any of my videos, or you can actually reply, um, you know, putting a comment in my podcast as well. What else can you do? Like drop me a, dropping me a message on my Facebook page, and these are all the channels um, you can reach me. So basically, this is what we do, and uh, yep, I'm actually having a few questions that I received in the past one, one week plus, I think in the past one week. So basically, let me bring this up. Okay, now, um, really, welcome back to um, Ask Me Anything Sunday as usual. Okay, now, um, usually this is what I would do first before I dive into the questions that I receive, right? So this is basically um, my podcast. Uh, you know, if you're already listening to this on my podcast, uh, thank you so much for joining me. However, I just want to quickly update you about, you know, topics I discussed or I talked about in the past one week on my, um, you know, podcast. You can actually uh, scan this QR code and listen to it on my, on Apple Podcast or Spotify. And uh, of course, if you want to listen to it on the Anchor, which is I'm using to, to host my podcast. Now, a few topics that I think that are quite interesting, you know, um, in episode 47 last week, I talked about how I run marketing experiments. You see, um, one thing I totally believe in is as a business to progress, we have to constantly experiment, you know, and we have to constantly challenge our business model to stay ahead of competition. Because one thing uh, for sure that is going to happen, whether you like it or not, is there will be competition in your market. No matter what, um, you know, like competitive advantage that you have built, one day eventually somebody is going to come to you. Like recently we, we talked about, you know, uh, Netflix announced their quarterly earning. It dropped by 35%. I mean, the, the share dropped, the share price dropped by 35% because I think they lost millions of subscribers within a quarter itself. So, um, well, we all know that Netflix has been really building its business around uh, to challenge the blockbusters, uh, studios and all that. They started with, uh, you know, sending the DVDs and all that to businesses and eventually, you know, they pivoted their business to, to into the streaming, you know, I mean, to turn them into a technology company instead of just 
um, uh, what do we call a content renting company. And they actually built quite a number of, uh, I mean, quite, I mean, they built a business model that is very solid in the past many years. And uh, they have built very, a big fortune, you know, around the company and they built, you know, a big company out of that. And of course, the content that they created are really awesome. But then again, the challenge here is in the past few years, a lot of, uh, you know, those, let's say, conventional companies like Disney has this Disney Plus. And then what else we have? We have HBO. What else? I mean, there are so many different streaming services out there and um, Netflix has lost its competitive advantage. So I think running marketing experiments is really important. That's why I talk about it like, on how I run marketing experiments uh, in episode 47. You know, if you're interested to kind of like look at my model, um, I think I'm famous for being a fast builder. So whatever I want to do, I'm just going to build it fast and, uh, you know, whether it happened or it doesn't happen, and we were going to make decision uh, very fast. So that's 47. And um, on episode 48, I talk about how to measure success of uh, your marketing experiment, which is and how to avoid burnout. You see, I think a lot of people focus on short-term metrics. I mean, I actually particularly talk about the content creation game. You see, a lot of people quit content creation too soon because they focus a lot on uh, what do we call the vanity metrics which is how many views they get, how many likes they get. And all these are metrics that doesn't mean anything to your long-term marketing outcome. So when you're building content, you know that you're in for a long game. Like, you know, I, I talk about this particularly because last week I started uh, doing experiment on uh, TikTok, Instagram Reels, and YouTube Shorts. And I've been posting tailor-made content, you know, those kind of like horizontal, is it horizontal, vertical content on all these three platforms to see which one sticks, which one works better. And uh, the whole idea here is I want to actually learn. So I will talk about that, you know, eventually whether I have any outcome or not, okay? I will walk away with some key learning, that's first thing, and I would have built somehow, one way or another, a following or somebody to view my content. If I still don't get anything, I posted this content on these platforms, which is potentially one day somebody may find me because of all this content. So you gotta actually look at the success in the right time horizon. I think that's something that I really want to talk about, right? So um, in episode 49, I talk about the future of marketing, which is a very interesting topic. Well, I want you to go and listen to that. And 50, we talk about how to create converting Facebook ads. And uh, you know, 51, we talk about how to start content creation, which is really something very useful, especially for anyone, any marketers. Um, any businesses who are, you know, looking to thrive in the Web3 environment or the future of digital marketing is really about content creation. you got to build your own content because this is how people recognize you. This is how people understand you. And this is how people eventually like you and choose to, you know, do business with you. That's something you have to take a look at. And last, last night, I posted about my take on NFT. Uh, it's a big topic to me, to be frank. Okay, disclaimer, I don't own any NFT. And I, I have not created any NFT. And uh, basically, I just have done. I've done a lot of reading, listening, um, you know, learning on NFT as a topic. And I really want to point out some, some potential challenges if you are looking at NFT as well. Um, you know, like investment opportunity. Um, it may not be a very good idea in the short term. But then again, you know, this is really where uh, I talk about the last one week. If you like some of the topics scan this QR code you know, uh, and go over to my podcast and uh, listen to those episodes. And of course, if you have anything that you want me to talk about, you can always drop me a message on my Facebook page 
and we're going to talk about that, right? So we have got a few questions lined up today. And, um, you know, I don't have a lot of questions coming in from YouTube channel or my Facebook group, but I got a few questions that I forgotten, you know, that was posted to me on my Instagram account. I mean, I don't encourage you to post, uh, send me anything on Instagram because to be frank, that's not something that I uh, frequent a lot. Okay. So yeah, we have a few questions, but before that, I think uh, we have a question from Roy asking about uh, the differences between verified business manager and non-verified business account. Are there any special features for verified business manager account? Uh, good question, Roy. I think we talked about that in my uh, past last week's Jason Nation um, at Review Thursday. Uh, basically, it's a inner circle program where you know those serious Facebook advertisers will join me every um, Thursday night for uh, you know close to an hour live where I review their Facebook ads campaign answer their Facebook ads related questions. And we talk about the business manager. Okay, basically, we do know that there are some differences. But let me tell you the, the, the truth here is, I actually got my business manager account verified only in November 2020. And uh, prior to that, I was just using the normal non-verified business manager account because I didn't bother to verify that. And I was able to use almost I, I would say all the features I needed to use. So yeah, and I, yes, I, we were told that some features are not available on non-verified, but to be frank, even when I was talking to my other agency, uh, so-called members, uh, within Jason Nation, we have a lot of agencies. Um, not a lot, we have, we, have, we, have, we have some agency people, some uh, you know, from the client side, from the business side. So yeah, we were talking about, yes, they are, but we didn't know, actually, we couldn't really pinpoint what are the, features that are only available in Verified Business Manager. So Roy, I hope that answer your question. To be frank, um, in my opinion, it's good to get it verified because um, it's really the best way for you to establish a, you know, like a formal relationship and a more established relationship with Facebook so that you're able to get support from them. Now we don't talk about Facebook anymore. Well, now we say it's meta right now, meta, okay? Uh, yeah, so Roy, I hope I answered your question about, uh, you know, the differences between verified business manager and non-verified business manager. Uh, essentially, um, we, we still can't pinpoint what are the features that are only available in the verified BM, but my advice is get it verified, okay? So if you don't have the very verified feature, like the other day we were in the Jason Nation call, um, I think Jimmy didn't have it. So um, you can actually go to my YouTube channel and search for, talk about, I think a video I talk about how to get the verified option or something like that, how to get your business manager verified. I, for sure, I remember I talked about that once. So go over and um, watch that video. Essentially, it will give you some steps about how you can actually get the verified button appear on my business manager. All right, thanks for the question, Roy. And guys, if you have any questions, um, be like Roy, just type in the comment. Um, as and when I see the opening, I'm just going to pop in and answer your questions, all right? So, yep, that's from Roy. And we have this question coming from Hassan. Hassan was asking, you are actually getting a pixel issue with your Facebook ads. When you click on the pixel and go to diagnosis, you get an error which says redundant purchase event. How do you resolve it? You see, here's the thing. Uh, unless sometimes pixel has got some issue because of some, you know, it's not really something that your fault. It could be because of the website structure. It could be because of the, you know, the configuration. And uh, to be frank, when I go into my diagnosis, I still see a lot of reflex and uh, accumulation marks here and there, all these triangle things, right? Um, 
as long as it is not affecting your ads performance. As long as, because remember, here's what I always like to emphasize. We are not using Facebook Pixel to do analytics work. Analytic works should be done using Google Analytics because that's the purpose of that feature, right? Of that, you know, um, you know, software or that system or that, you know, tool. Now, Facebook ads, I mean, Facebook Pixel is mainly meant for Facebook advertising. Um, we used to be able to do some analytics work on using the Pixel, but after the iOS 14, attribution is gone and they have all these you know restrictions and all that i don't even need to repeat that anymore i think you know about that so eventually we give up as you know we give up facebook pixel as a measuring tool right so for your case i would say yeah as long as it's not affecting your outcome just like when you're running ads you know that oh you receive 10 leads and then the moment you look at the you know the business uh, the, the ads manager you know if you see 11 is actually kind of like you know reasonable there are some discrepancy here and there right recently we see that you know um sometimes they were misfire misfire once or twice and maybe it's not misfiring is maybe it's because the person who actually performed the the lead conversion you know the you know which is the person who converted they probably refreshed the thank you page once again so that may re-trigger the event to fire as well so sometimes this kind of discrepancy is um reasonable so it's as long as it's not affecting your campaign performance, I, I would say just stick with it, all right? Unless it is really affecting, then um, definitely I won't be able to answer your questions like this. We will have to schedule a one-on-one. -on -one. You can actually go to my website, look for a one-on-one -on -one, uh, with me so that we are able to dive into your uh, situation together, all right? Hassan, thanks uh, for the question. And we have Roy thanking me for the answer. Thanks for that. You know, thanks for popping by, all right? I think I've, I've never seen you before, right, Roy? This is the first time. Thanks for joining me. Now, um, then we have a question from Fun. Okay, obviously, I guess this is a Vietnamese friend. So he's asking for help, okay, um, to verify the green check mark page sent through the partner uh, Facebook page. It's blue check mark, it's not green, okay, um, sent through the partner. Now, uh, the check mark, as in like the verified check mark on Facebook page, um, is really something that you can't get through partner. At least for my level of clearance, I won't be able to help you do with that um, because it's really something that you have to build your page or sometimes, I mean, this is only now given to individual right now, as in like whether you are a, you know, personal, like, uh, what do we call that? Public figure. Okay. And then uh, basically it's either you're a public figure or you are, you're, you know, like, you're, like whatever individual is more for celebrities. Yes and you're able to get it for businesses. Like, let's say for me, I want to get one for Tribe of Academy. It's not possible. Facebook is now only giving the, you know, the verified check mark to um, people, human, all right? So that's what is happening. And I can't help you as a Facebook business um, meta marketing, meta marketing partner now. We call it meta marketing partner right now. I won't be able to help you. So the next question here is also the same thing, right? Uh, Christian is asking, uh, can you get Facebook partner to verify Instagram? Same thing. Okay. At least for what I know, I spoke to my account manager the other day. We asked, I asked him about, you know, these two questions. Um, I can't get a verified partner. Uh, I, I, we can't help this with this, you know, a partner, a meta business partner can't help you with this. At least for my level of clearance, I won't be able to help you with that. And my account manager also told me that he is not able to help with that as well. So that's 
for you, Christian. And uh, I think, yeah, same goes to the fund as well. So these are two questions that I received about the verified feature. I guess um, definitely they will have some issues. I mean, they will have some ways for you to get that. But um, what I know here is you can't really apply for that right now. I used to keep a few pages that allow us to apply for one way or another, but all these pages are no longer exist. So I guess Facebook just removed everything entirely about this thing already. Okay. Now I have some questions coming in from Facebook. Um, Doris was asking where to get Google Analytics to check uh, to replace Facebook Pixel. Um, Doris, the easiest way is you go to Google Analytics and uh, you should be able to easily create a free, it's free, okay, 100% free. And uh, there are some paid version, but you don't really need to go that level. I've been using free for 10 odd years now. It's completely okay. So sign up for an account and you'll be able to get a string of code, okay? This string of, I mean, you don't even use, need to use string of code now. I think you can just need to get the, you know, the Google Pics, I mean, uh, Google Analytics, the ID, and you'll be able to integrate it with your website. And I know you're using Shopify. Um, that you don't even have any issue. Basically, you just need to put in your Google Analytics ID and uh, into the place that it should be. Just go into Shopify and look for some Google Analytics settings, you know, to put in the ID and everything will be running perfectly at the back end. So it should be okay to work with that. But uh, in order to how to use Google Analytics, then I'm not an expert, but wait for it. Coming June, I'll be having a, a good friend from Singapore, uh, Niza, he's gonna teach us how to really use Google Analytics 4. It's a GA4 course coming up in June. So if you wanna follow that, then you can actually, yeah, just um, subscribe to any of my newsletter, you know, go through my lead magnets and all that, then you'll be in my mailing list and I'll be uh, actually uh, uh, informing you. And of course, the other way is join me on my Sunday MA over here. If there's any courses coming up and I'll be sharing with you. But another angle, another thing you probably want to look into is uh, you will want to consider joining my Jason Nation. Well, because being a Jason Nation member, you get tremendous discount to join my partner's trainings. So that's something that you definitely want to look into. All right. So um, that's Dor uh, Doris. Uh, but wait, before that, right, let me go through that. Doris, um, we are not replacing Facebook Pixel. Facebook Pixel is still important that we still have to keep it there because it actually helps us to, um, you know, uh, what do we call uh, measure the success of our Facebook ads campaign. But Google Analytics will become the go-to uh, way for us to analyze as in like we want to know the movement of the audience, the demographic of the audience and, you know, how people use our websites and all that. But Google Analytics are mainly for websites. Okay, Doris? And uh, the next question Doris has is about where to see for BM verification. I talked about that in Jason Nation last week's discussion. I think Jimmy asked that. Was that Jimmy? Um, what? Uh, we talked about verification. I went in and, you know, it's actually easiest way to talk about this is you go into your business manager, go to business info, and then there will be some steps. If you're allowed to verify, then you'll be able to do that. But if you're not, then, you know, go to my YouTube channel and look for the video to go through this verification. We talk about that. Uh, don't worry, Doris, if you can't find, uh, we will discuss uh, again on coming Thursday in the Jason Nation call. Okay, we'll do it together over there as well. Okay, and Jimmy was saying you're interested to learn Google Analytics and Google Tech Manager. Now, definitely, you know, um, Jimmy is also my Jason Nation member. Uh, we're going to do this in June. I mean, he's telling me June, okay? We just have to give it a buffer because Niza is a data scientist. Uh, he might be too busy, I don't know. But we were looking at, to do, we, were, we were actually planning to do this in June. 
um, latest, I would say probably July. Let's give it a month or two, all right? So this is what's gonna what's gonna happen over here. Okay, now uh, is that is there any comment I missed? I think all is good. Now then, I want to go through some questions I received from um, you know a call. Uh, actually, uh, you know a, a business. In fact, this is the, not the first time. In fact, this is the second time in two weeks' time. You know, we have a lot. We have businesses talking, I mean, um, arranging a call with me as in like they, they purchase my one-on-one call uh, to ask me very specific questions about selling in Southeast Asia region. So what I, I mean, uh, the reason one was um, a business from Argentina, okay, and they are selling this removable um, tattoo, non-permanent tattoo. It's like a sticker that you can actually just transfer it on your skin. And this kind of tattoo will last for, you know, weeks, if I'm not mistaken. And they are, they are, they are big in, in, in Europe. And uh, they are now planning to enter um, the Southeast Asia market. So basically, they ask a few questions, which I probably, I think it will be very interesting to, you know, for us to discuss about this, because we are all from this region. We are all from Southeast Asia region. And uh, we'd like to hear your opinion, because I gave some of my uh, two cents worth of, of you know, my opinion, because I do work with um, e-commerce sellers from the region around the countries. Uh, but then again, I think uh, if you are from any local, as in like probably Indonesia, Thailand, Philippines and all that, definitely it would be awesome if you can actually chip into the discussion as well. But one thing I want to tell you for sure is businesses are coming into our region. Like I said, Shopee is becoming the Amazon, you know, just like Amazon in US, right? When Amazon becomes the biggest uh, eventually, the whole world will flock to Amazon and sell things over there. Uh, this is why, you know, like even Malaysia, we have a lot of uh, so-called coaches are teaching how to sell on Amazon uh, using the drop shipping model. And uh, I believe a lot of you are actually probably, uh, you know, drop ship sellers as well. But this is what is happening in our part of the world where people from all around the world are coming to our Shopee, you know, to sell. But the challenging part is, it's not like, you know, Amazon in US is just one country and, uh, you know, one platform, right? But when you're actually selling in Southeast Asia market, it's a lot of countries over here. That's why they asked a, some interesting question, which I believe will be quite interesting for us to discuss as well. So let me bring it up. Now, the first question I re uh, received was, this is a very interesting question. They were asking, uh, when it comes to e-commerce in Southeast Asia, which market, you know, I actually, there's a typo here. Let me take this. Which market to start first? Now, I think this is a very subjective question, but their particular issue was their website uh, only uh, accepts credit card. So if you ask me, um, the countries with highest credit card penetration would be Singapore and Malaysia. And Philippines is okay, but Philippines, we, I've still faced cases where credit card is not really an option because they have their local payment, um, which is already widely used by the local people as well. So um, if you want to really go for app, yes. And the other day I was just talking to one of my coaching clients who sells um, high ticket jewelry. I'm not sure, I, I mean ticket jewelry. He was saying it's something about, you know, uh, things like above $200, $200, okay, per item. So he said for this kind of situation in Philippines, he's, he gets a lot of requests for COD, which is cash on delivery. So um, for anyone out there who is watching this video, probably if you want to enter Southeast Asia market, if your only payment method is, um, let's say, credit card or Stripe, right? Uh, I would say the best market to start with is definitely Singapore and Malaysia and Thailand as well. But Thailand, you have a challenge because Thailand has the language barrier. 
So basically, you know, Malaysia, Singapore, Philippines, these are really, in a way, these are very fluent. I mean, these are countries with very high, what do we call, English illiteracy. I mean, did I, did I use the right word? I'm not sure. So people understand English very well enough in these few countries. But if you go to Thailand, I'm not saying that people there don't understand English. It's just that they are very, very fond uh, you know, to use their local language, which is very strong. So even in, in order to penetrate the market in um, Thailand, you got to write in Thai. I actually work with quite a number of uh, US sellers, UK sellers, and even Israeli sellers. Um, they all find somebody to write in uh, Thai, you know, for the Thai market. Same goes to Indonesia. Indonesia also uh, prefers the local language. So this is really something that you have to really work on if you want to enter Indonesia market. And Indonesia definitely is pretty, I think it's Indonesia is even more powerful in terms of their payment gateway. Like um, what I was told us, Indonesia was one of the first few countries in our region that accepts payment via phone number, as in like text. So uh, this, is, this was like many years ago, it's like three, five years ago, which, you know, our e-wallet was not, was not really the big thing in our part of the world. And I was like, seriously, can that happen? Because what we all know back then was in order to do online transfer, you got, got to go to the bank or you use the online banking. They don't. They just go to ATM and just put in the number, like however they do it. I, I don't know how. And that can actually complete, complete the transaction. So that's something that is very unique to the country. And, uh, you know, like we all know, Indonesia is a huge market. So if you want to start getting a footing and understand the market first, my advice is to start with Singapore market and Malaysia market, then followed by Indonesia, Philippines. And uh, yeah, another thing that we have not forget, we must not forget is um, the Vietnam market, which is a booming market. It's a really a big one. And English is okay, actually, actually over there. I met a lot of, um, you know, like even some of my, uh, yeah, I have a couple of clients coming from there. One of them is actually doing the language uh, training as in like they teach people English and helping them to really pass some exams, you know, to, 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 to get qualified for something. Um, very, 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 very booming market as well over there. So, yeah, so that's my quick answer. If you want to enter Southeast Asia e-commerce market, start with Malaysia and Singapore. That will be a more viable one to start if your only payment gateway is, um, you know, like credit card, which is Visa and Master. And um, yeah, these are the few. And naturally, then you can ex expand to, you know, like Philippines, um, Indonesia, Thailand, one step at a time. I think you really have to come in to understand the market first. First thing first, Southeast Asia market is very fragmented, but it's huge. It's so powerful, vibrant, and uh, you, you can't ignore this market right now. But then again, you have to come in uh, through the right way. Okay, so that's my take. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I think just now I also covered about the challenges in each market as well, which is, um, you know, like if you are going to Indonesia market, the challenge will be the language and the payment gateway. Um, very similar uh, language challenge in, um, in Thailand. And uh, you talk about Philippines, Malaysia, Singapore, we are quite okay with English, which is, you know, most, I mean, those sellers from most countries are coming in using mainly English, right? So uh, in terms of payment challenge, I guess, um, you know, you have different challenge, even in Malaysia as well. I think there are still some people prefers, um, you know, like maybe cash on delivery, which is something that's been offered by the marketplace. But okay, hang on. Excuse me. <sighs> yeah, I sneeze. Anyway, one of the, one of the ways actually to, to 
bypass all these challenge is to start selling on marketplace. Okay. Um, like for example, if you don't have, if you don't want to facilitate all these payment issues and all that, um, I think during the call with my Argentinian, uh, Argentina client, I think we reached to a conclusion where I think they should start with Shopee or Lazada because these are the platforms that takes care of all these payment issues and all that, which makes it a lot easier for them to try. I would suggest definitely, I would recommend to start with marketplaces if you're coming into the market in Southeast Asia, um, simply because they know the market, they have the people and people are very confident to buy on these platforms right now. And uh, it's also a very good way for you to know the market. Because if you are coming into the market without much knowledge about the market, you'll find it very, very crazy different. So yeah, come in using the platform will be good. But the next question would be which platform to start with, right? So um, in my opinion, at this point of time, uh, in most countries that I'm serving right now, including Malaysia, Singapore, uh, Indonesia, Philippines, Thailand, Vietnam as well. I'm not sure about the rest. Um, the leading one is actually Shopee, but Lazada is getting some, you know, stronghold in certain area. Uh, well, there are some people who prefers to buy on Lazada. So in my opinion, if you want to start the market, if you want to enter the market fast and easy and, you know, with the largest pool to start with, Shopee will be the better one. And yeah, I would say at this point of time, Shopee will be the better platform to start with. So yeah, I mean, eventually, the other question that I received from the call was, is there any Facebook ads tool to connect Shopee and Lazada? Uh, the answer is, uh, if you're selling on all these, if you want to actually run Facebook ads with them, then you can actually use CPaaS. We all know there is a C thing called CPaaS. Now CPaaS fundamentally is a tool for you to do retargeting effectively, targeting people who visited your your, your Shopee pro store or your product and did not purchase. So eventually you're able to retarget them or, you know, like, or even to exclude them if you want to actually do that or to, um, you know, to upsell, cross-sell to those people who bought from you before. It's totally possible, but it takes some time to start uh, to get CPaaS because um, in order to get CPaaS, different countries uh, have different so-called regulations. I am told, I was told that it's definitely the easiest to get in Thailand, very difficult in uh, on Singapore and Philippines. Indonesia, I think relatively easier. Malaysia, you can apply, I was told, by wing. Uh, but then again, whether you get it or not, it still entirely depends on whether your account is matured enough or not. So that's something that you have to take in, into consideration. But yeah, so that's about selling in Southeast Asian market. I don't see any comments, uh, questions coming up. So I'm just going to wrap this up by a quick introduction about Jason Nation. Um, you know, a few of you already are in my Jason Nation. Basically, it's a, it's a Facebook group. It's a different Facebook group where I go live every week to answer questions. Um, these are, this is where I answer, you know, pretty surface questions. But in Jason Nation, uh, during our, you know, ad review Thursday, we dive deep into your campaign. So you're allowed to post your Facebook ads campaign, your metrics and all that. And um, I, we will go through these numbers together and I will share with you what are the potential uh, optimization you can do to tweak. And uh, yeah, and you, you will not just learn from your own question. You will learn from other people as well. And these are all serious Facebook advertisers coming from Malaysia, Singapore, uh, Philippines and uh, yeah, Malaysia, Singapore, Philippines right now. It's a small group at the moment, but it's growing gradually. Now, you actually can't buy or join Jason Nation by yourself. 
you have to go through a one-on-one -on -one with me. So the group members there are awesome people. I can guarantee you that. So other than my ad review Thursday, I also have this monthly town hall meeting. Uh, this is usually happen on uh, second Friday of the month, usually second Friday of the month. So what we will do is I'm going to update you about what changed on Facebook ads and what are the things that I learned. And uh, you can also share whatever you learn so that we can actually learn together, right? So that's the second thing. Now, the third thing we have here is what we call the monthly free training. So the monthly free training is where I, I'm committed to do at least one training every month within the Facebook group. And uh, as Jason Asian members, of course, you get to join free. And uh, we will be opening up for non-members, but you got to pay for that. Okay, the next one coming up in May. My first training that I'll be doing uh, within Jason Nation is deep dive into the latest Facebook ads objective lineup. Okay, we all know that the latest, I mean, Facebook, Facebook changed their Facebook ads objective lineup and uh, it actually confused quite some people. So I'm going to take a deep dive into the new lineup and share with you what changed and how can you navigate. All right, so that's the third thing. And the fourth thing is uh, we have this exclusive discount to partners training, which is, you know, as I share with you, in June, we're going to have this uh, Google Analytics training coming up. And uh, yeah, we will charge accordingly, but as a member, you get at least 70% discount, that kind of stuff. Okay. And the last thing, which is the most important thing here is if you join Jason Nation right now, okay, we are currently recruiting for the top tier, which we call the Epic Heroes tier. Uh, it's only limited to 77 people. Uh, we have few, you know, like close to about 15 people right now. Um, if you are this tier, if you join now, you're entitled for one session of 30-minute one-on-one with me every month. Yeah, this is a you know, non-rollover. Every month, you get a session of 30 minutes with me. This is where you can ask me anything okay, about your campaign. We take a deep dive into your campaign, or I can actually review anything you want, like your landing page or anything. So that's what we do. So Jason Nation is actually a monthly subscription uh, model, and you can cancel anytime. So all you need to do is, you know, um, basically, when, whenever you want to go, you just drop me an email, then we will be, you know, I'm just going to cancel your subscription and you won't be charged. So like I said, you can't join Jason Nation, okay? You will have to schedule a call with me and uh, we're going to go through, uh, you know, like a quick chat together and invite, and I will have to understand why you want to join, what are you, what are you going to hope, hoping to achieve from uh, Jason Nation and from there, uh, if we see fit, then I invite you to join. If not, then I will tell you what else you can do with me, right? So that's Jason Nation. Uh, if you want, you can actually apply, I mean, schedule a call with me so that we can actually have a discussion whether this is for you or not. Uh, but, you know, nonetheless, I think it's pretty fun that actually we can learn together, right? So uh, we have a question from Roy, right? Roy is asking how much is a subscription. You won't believe how affordable it is, how uh, reasonable it is. In fact, it's reasonable, crazily cheap. But um, I won't talk about that. You can actually schedule for a call with me. Uh, then I will inform you more. We are actually running an early, early bird promo right now uh, for the first, I think, 30 members to come in. So come on in. Come on in. I think it's quite fun. All right? So, yeah. So that's from Roy. And uh, we have another question from Farhan. So Farhan asked, would you say CPAS is in, in the Singapore market is more suited to drive visits Add to cart rather than purchase. We notice solid performance up to add to cart. However, purchase metrics subsequently are poor. Um, you're referring to Singapore market, right? I think for other markets as well, basically, 
Um, the add to, I mean, yes, add to cart is really pretty good, but the purchase is subsequently poor. Could be because of a few reasons. One, um, probably your product is actually in a very competitive market that people may choose to buy from other people. Or the other thing is uh, you don't have a very strong retargeting campaign set up properly. You see, if you have retargeting, what we usually do is this, you know, for tier one campaign, which is the one that we are targeting the broad audience. Yes, the purchase may not be as good, but we usually use the retargeting to really improve the overall performance of purchase. And if you do retargeting correctly uh, with CPaaS, it usually performs really well. But then again, Farhan, can I also invite you to schedule a call with me using this link, tribeacademy.com slash Jason Nation. I mean, this is really for you to look at whether, you know, you, if you want to join Jason Nation as a, as a group. But, you know, while we are at the call, uh, I think we can actually spend five to 10 minutes looking into your campaign, right? I think it would be cool to do that. Farhan, right? Can you see the link? Tribeacademy.com slash Jason Nation. Just come over and uh, let's have a quick chat, you know, basically to learn from each other, uh, you know, to learn about your, your business and maybe I will be able to give you a more viable solution or, you know, like potential, uh, you know, tweak that you can actually look into for your campaign. All right. So, yep. I think that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for joining. Okay. Thanks for all the questions coming from Roy, Farhan and Doris and Jimmy. You know, it's cool. So that's what we do every um, Sunday night at 10 p.m. So if you will have any questions about Facebook advertising and digital marketing, feel free to join me live on Sunday night. Uh, if you can't, you, you can just pop your questions in my Facebook group, in my YouTube video, any of the beauty videos, I'll capture them. And of course, if you want to drop me a message on Facebook page, okay, don't go to Instagram because I usually don't open the so-called the message request and all that, right? So, yep. Thank you so much, guys. Um, have a have a have a great like few hours of the weekend and i know a lot of people just had a long holiday and tomorrow i hope you don't have a lot of monday blue welcome back to work and have fun i'll see you next week guys um, thank you so much for joining thanks and good night